0: SegaNerdCast16. I'm Chris, the editor of Nerds, and I'm back from a week's hiatus to host the show again. I'm joined by Graham and James. How's it going, guys? Yeah, no bad. How are you doing? Not too bad, James. Yeah, going good. Awesome. Hey, uh, good. I want to <laughs> let everyone know that we have a really great show today. Uh, I want everyone to stick with us, because at the end of this show, we're going to announce the the winner for Mystery Dungeon Shire and the Wanderer. And I know everyone has been uh, anxiously awaiting that announcement and we weren't able to do it last week but we will this week so stick with us and it's going to be a really fun show i guarantee it uh before we we, uh (laughs) before we get too far ahead of ourselves i want to know how everyone's been doing this week so graham how about you tell us uh, what you've been up to man
1: uh well uh you know me i i've been working a lot i guess uh yeah it's riding out the few days i've got left well a few weeks now um well, actually, interesting developmental work. Uh, I'm actually going to stay on an extra month, because uh, they, they've screwed up with some of their holidays or something, and I'm going to help out by um, covering a control room for like the last month, which is basically the easiest job in the world, because all I do is sit there <laughs> like, like all night, just sit there, and just like do nothing, basically. So, are yeah, you going to so get
0: paid the same amount, though?
1: I'll be getting, oh, here, here's the thing, I because I, I was a supervisor, and I, they've, they've actually put me back down to a normal um, processor level, because uh, they've put someone else sort of in charge, right. they actually put the, the new person on less money than I was on, which is good, <laughs> I'm happy about, <laughs> but um, when I go back, when I go to, in my last month, I'm going to be going up another level to um, control room, which is uh, best, better paid basically than the normal processor, which is good. So I'll be getting extra money for the last month. Huzzah.
0: So, So at that job, you, you don't really do anything, you said, so you just kind of sit around and not okay. do anything. Why don't you just keep that job forever then?
1: Well, the problem is that the only reason I'm doing it is because uh, a couple of people on holiday and I'm still covering for them because I'm one of the only people who's actually trained to cover. So, uh, but I'm, uh, to be honest, we're actually trying to get someone fired in there so I can actually probably work there. <laughs> Because there's a guy that no one likes. All the managers hate him. All the staff hate him. And he gets paid. He he used to work in a different department for another sort of section of the company. Uh-huh. And um, he got he he got hit on the head or something, and he got um, like epilepsy because of it. <laughs> and so basically, the company kept him on at like a really high-paid level, but they had to move him to our our like building because uh, he couldn't do the job he was doing anymore.
0: That's but, uh
1: but, yeah, so he gets, paid, he gets paid, like, nearly twice as much as everyone else, and uh, he does less work than everyone, and no one likes him because he's an arsehole. Spe- so we're just trying to get him fired.
0: <laughs> Speaking of epilepsy, uh, did you guys hear about... Uh- There was this uh, national epilepsy forum that got hacked, and uh, a bunch of uh, people posted some uh, images that, like, flashed, like, really bright lights and stuff, and apparently people were having a a lot of um, problems when they went to it. It It's pretty funny. It's mean and funny at the same time, but I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, as long as as long as long no one died, that's fine. Yeah, you know,
0: and even if a couple died, it's still kind of a little funny, I guess. Um, James, <laughs> what have you been up to?
2: Uh, hacking epilepsy forms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. No, no, no.
2: Um, yeah, same, same stuff as always, just uh, work and uh, school and working on writing and whatnot. Uh, one big thing that's coming up is I'm actually... Pretty much all done with school, so I'll be graduating soon and that's awesome <laughs> finally out of there
0: nice what what are your um plans uh post postgraduate
2: uh, I'm not too sure yet I'm kind of uh, just kind of gonna write out my job right now, see where it goes, and uh, try to continue working on my own personal writing and know. you know there might be a move in the near future now that i'm graduating yeah. I can kind of pick up and go wherever i want in, the, in uh in the country so who knows i might just pack up one day and take off but yeah cool nice. all, all plans for another day
0: i think you should um keep the options open because I, I hear selling drugs is a lucrative business right now in america
2: yeah i dabble in drugs a little bit so <laughs> that's actually that's, i might pursue that yeah yeah no, that's that's good
0: nice um one interesting tidbit that I actually just found out, uh, this week about you, James. Um, uh, apparently we hired you years ago when, uh, Graham and I ran, <laughs> ran, uh, DreamcastersRealm.com and I had <laughs> I honestly had no idea about this. Graham told yeah. me one day, like a week, a week or two ago, um, that we hired you, uh, way back when, um... And it really just blew my mind. I had no idea that this ever took place. Uh, yeah. For some reason, I mean, you never talked about it. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. What, what's the deal with that?
2: Well, uh, uh, yeah, Graham and I were playing uh, Xbox Live, and uh, we were just talking about that. And I, I brought it up because I remembered. Um, it was quite some time ago. I think I was in, I was in like, 10th grade in high school or something. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a good amount of years ago. And... Uh, I, you know, I was naturally, uh, as everyone probably knows, a huge Sega fan. Loved Dreamcast, and I, I was just kind of, uh, you know, Dreamcasters Realm was was a site that I would go to every now and then. And I, I don't, I don't know if you guys were asking if uh, anyone out there would like to contribute, or if I had just, you know, randomly contacted someone. But I got in touch with some, someone, and uh, it, it might have been you, Chris, and, and uh, you know, you guys said I could write some things for you, but being in 10th grade and having no experience at all with, uh, internet publications or publications of any kind, really. I was, uh, kind of at a loss as to where I should go with that. I was just, I was more, more, more looking for direction from you guys. So I would, I would send emails and, uh, you know, no offense. I know you guys are probably busy, but I didn't get anything back. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of those things that just sort of fizzled out. I was just kind of like, oh, oh well. I guess, uh, I guess we're all set, and i just. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I, I honestly don't remember ever getting any emails. Um, and actually, what's amazing is that original website is still up on the internet. If if everyone, if anyone wants to go and check it out, it's DreamcastersRealm.tripod.com. And the second the second news update on there is it says, welcome to new riders. It, it says, I'd like to welcome Jim <laughs> and Mr. Sweet Candy to our DC realm, to our, new, our new DC Realm riders. Uh, over the course of the next few weeks, you guys will get to know them uh, through more of their ridings. And I uh, wish you guys good luck. But <laughs> apparently oh, because God. we chose not to respond to any of your emails, James, uh, <laughs> you never wrote for us, actually. Oh, but what's weird? I, I actually. Go ahead.
2: Uh, how, how did you guys even update that site? Because I, I didn't even get like you know we use a WordPress format on Sega Nerds. So oh. I, don't, I don't. I don't remember ever getting uh, any kind of you know. Yeah, like, we we use Microsoft here. Front Page to do
1: that. we <laughs> were oh, yeah. really good old, old stuff. School.
0: Yeah, because this was back yeah. in like uh, I want to say this was like back in 2001 or something like that when we did that, wasn't it, Graham?
2: Yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Was
0: uh, Because yeah, I was in
2: like tenth grade. But yeah, I don't remember ever getting any sort of like, hey, this is how you, this is how you post things, <laughs> or you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> no, we, we used to do it that. That people would send us stuff or send Chris stuff, and then we'd uh, right. like have to like using Word or whatever, and then we have to like upload it using Front Page, which uh, often made me screw up the site, which annoyed Chris a lot. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> screw I can up remember Mr. I can remember Mr. Sweet
2: Candy, but I don't remember Jim or James. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, many got... apologies for that too, by the way.
0: <laughs> I hope the uh, the second go around for you has gone a little bit better this time. Hopefully, we were able to yeah. uh, to hook you up a little bit better this time.
2: It's working out a little bit better, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's nice.
1: <laughs> okay. It's just annoying that our main site isn't up there anymore. Because the tripod one was our sort of first attempt, and then we had a a better one, which isn't there yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah, you can still get to it. um can through, you? Yeah, because uh, let me see. There's um, there's a couple of like uh, internet like history websites that kind of um, that save like different websites throughout the history of the internet, I guess. And uh, it's still on hmm. there some somewhere. You wow. can still find it. Um, I thought I had a, a bookmark to it, but I can't find it anymore. Yeah, um, so, I
1: thought I host just like took it down and disappeared and whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember who we hosted that with. Yeah, it was so long ago. I can't believe it. Um, but we're a little <laughs> bit more high speed now. And uh, I think we're a little, doing a little bit better than what we did in years past. And uh, so, I don't know. But, yeah, I thought that was uh, really interesting that we hired James when, uh, gosh, when he was just such a, you know, so young. And now look at, you know, seven years later, he's back on the side. <laughs> That's funny. Um,
1: <laughs> just just to point out, so young. He He's actually like a month younger than me so we're about the same age
0: geez wait so you're in high school too when we started that
1: (laughs) yeah damn
0: i guess that kind of ages me a little bit i'm i'm still the oldest but i'll be 27 this year and it's uh scaring me a little bit so okay all right let's, let's move on um i guess my week's gone uh not too bad um today it's it's saturday not, well, actually, it's Sunday morning. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning right now. Um, I was a little upset because I had to work all day today. Um, we, uh, a- as many of you know, I'm, I'm in the Air Force, and I do public affairs, which is a lot like uh, public relations, um, but we just call it public affairs. Um, but uh, we had this uh, – it's called the Air Force Board, um, and it's basically made up of a bunch of uh, high-ranking uh, generals and a bunch of civilians. They come in and um, – they uh, have a tour of the base, and we kind of make our pitches to them on different kinds of funding that we need to do different things on the base, and that ranges from different infrastructure that we need, uh, or to, or more funding for programs and things like that. Um, uh, but uh, so that came through this today, actually, and uh, they're gonna—I think they'll be leaving tomorrow. But uh, our general decided that he wanted a, a note taker uh, during the event, and. Uh, i was chosen as that that person so i had the uh the lucky task of just walking around and trying to listen in on everybody and taking notes of what they you know questions that they asked and answers that were answered so um i was a little upset <laughs> that i had to waste my saturday um my entire saturday pretty much um just kind of taking notes and i felt uh i felt a little abused but i don't know i guess it i guess it went okay it's over now and uh it's, it's probably not going to be the last of of those times feelings you know just taken advantage of but you know i guess that's a uh, it just that's what comes with being in the military sometimes and being enlisted it's what we do um so uh moving on uh one thing uh also, I used to work, uh, as many, uh, or as, I guess as some of uh, you, you may know, I, I worked at PS, PS Fanboy for quite a while, and uh, I, I recently quit about a month or two ago, um, but I just wanted to kind of uh, poke fun at them a little bit. Um, they had, a, we had our own podcast while while I was there, and uh, I thought it was extremely bad, this podcast. Um <laughs> It, it had no structure to it. Um, and I wanted to help him out a little bit because I thought the things that we do on the nerdcast I think, I think our Nerdcast is, is really well done. I, I'm very proud of the product that we, we give to our readers and to our listeners. And I think, uh, it's, it's pretty good, but I think I thought the, uh, I can't even remember the name of the, uh, PS fanboy podcast, but it was lacking. Um, so they just recently, actually, they announced that they were going to be teaming up with uh, PS PlayStation Nation, and I guess that's a, a big PlayStation podcast. Um, so hopefully those guys will finally be able to put their podcast together and do something good with it because uh, it was it was lacking for a little bit there. And so this is this is my chance to kind of poke fun of my, at my former employers. So <laughs> you guys suck and. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you can do some better stuff. Though no, actually there are there are a lot of good guys there, and uh, hopefully they do some better stuff. But that's enough of uh, what we've been up to this week. Um, now let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing, and uh, I think Graham, you, you'll lead us into that one.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Over the last like week or two, I guess uh, I've uh, well, I finished playing off Viking. So, um, that was good. I put my review up and everything, which is great. And, uh, I went on to playing, uh, Sega Bass Fishing, um, which I actually just put up a review of that today, so you guys can check that out whenever this is publicated, published. Um, Did you just make up a word um, there? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) And I'm going to use it more often in conversation. I like it. Uh, uh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've been playing quite a bit of Sega Bass Fishing, and, uh, also Universe at War for the Xbox 360, which, uh, I got recently as well. Nice. Uh, do you guys want to hear anything about them, or?
0: Yeah, tell us a little about, I I want to hear about Sega Bass Fishing, first off.
1: Okay, uh, well, if you actually read my review, I I gave it, um, a 6 out of 10, which, uh, isn't bad, it's good. I'd say it's a good game, but, um. Yeah, if you basically, I I was speaking to James earlier actually about this. I basically said, um, if you've still got Sega Bass Fishing or you played it a load when it was on a Dreamcast, you're probably not going to want to get this because it's so similar. I haven't really enhanced it that much. You've got new areas and what have you, and they're kind of fun, but I don't think there's anything really, if you played the game a lot, there's nothing really there for you. But if you haven't played Sega Bass Fishing and you're interested in it, I'd say definitely get it because it's actually quite good fun still. yeah, you know, there were times I was playing it where I'd um, I'd just be playing it, and thinking, oh, "I'll just have a quick go on it," and then like about an hour later, I'd be like, "Oh, time to get off. Crap, I've got to go to bed or whatever." Um, so it's still it's still pretty addictive, I'd say. But uh, yeah, it's probably not the best game to, out there to get. It's not a, it's not a must-have AAA title or anything like that.
0: Now, one thing um, I had uh, a question about. Um, sorry, to cut you off. Um, that that's but- good. Uh, uh, Explain the difference between the the Wiimote and the uh, original Dreamcast uh, fishing uh, controller. Uh, Which one do you think was better? And just tell us a little bit about the differences between the two.
1: I might shock some people here, but it's the Dreamcast controller that's better. (laughs) Um, No, that's not going to shock anyone, really. But, um, yeah, no, the... um, the thing, the thing is, the, the nunchuck controller, when you um, hold it like... If you hold the Wiimote like a uh, like a fishing rod, basically, just hold it in your hand, then you hold the nunchuck like the... Um, I guess... You, I can't remember what it's called now. The, the winder? Or the the reel bit? That you, basically, the bit you rotate, uh, like winding the, the line or whatever on a fishing rod. You're obviously when you hold not a fisherman.
0: Like... The thing <laughs> is, I actually
1: do own a fishing rod, and I used to go fishing <laughs> years ago. But I can't remember anything about it, which is quite bad. Um, but what's it called, then, Chris? Come on, you know.
0: Okay, I have no idea. Okay, there go. I know yeah. there's, like, a, a, rod, a rod and tackle. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, James,
0: yep. you know? James got it right. Yeah, it's it? a reel.
1: A reel, okay. <laughs> yeah. the, when, you, when you use the nunchuck, like, the real bit, um, and you actually, like, sort of rotate it in midair, because you have to rotate it in midair, obviously, to actually get it to reel in. It's actually kind of fun, because it's kind of almost... It simulates the whole experience of the fishing rod. However, you don't need to actually wind it with the nunchuck. You can literally just sit there and shake it in any direction you want, and it'll do exactly the same thing on the, in the game. So you still be winding it just, just by shaking it randomly, which I thought was kind of um, bad. But, uh, but also, you don't actually need to use the nunchuck at all. You can actually detach that and just hold down A or B, and it'll do exactly the same thing. It'll wind it in. Which is kind of, it's kind of stupid though, because in the game you get told when you're doing really well, like, um, if you, you can do this uh, thing where you knock the, um, what do you call it? The, the, the lure. You can knock, knock the lure against rocks and stuff, but you, you do it to attract some fish, so you're sort of knocking it so the fish sort of hear the sound or whatever underwater and go, oh, there's, there's something over there. And you get told, yeah, good knocking. And you also do that with reading as well, like, if you're reading in really well, you go, yeah, good reading. But um, I think that's a good idea if you're using the nunchucks and you know that you're reading in quite well. But if you're just holding down A or B and it comes up saying, yeah, yeah, you're doing really well, it's, like, it's kind of like, well, well done for pressing a button, basically. That's what you're doing. <laughs> it's kind of stupid, I think. Um, yeah, with the Dreamcast controller, the uh, proper fishing rod is a lot more fun because you, you had to use the um, the reel to actually like pull in the line and catch the fish and stuff. And it was basically the whole experience is so much better. But uh, that said, it's, it's still fun on the Wii because uh, the 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 Wii mode, like when you tilt it left and right, it moves the rod left and right when you've got a fish on it. So it's still fun, just not quite. I don't think it's quite as good as it could have been.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I think I just lost everybody right. there for that. No, that's okay.
0: <laughs> I think it's um, I, I just think it's interesting though that um, even though the, the Dreamcast was released years ago that uh, it still seems more intuitive than a game that's, you know, just recently released. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's one problem I have with this game as well, which is that Sega it, Sega could have released a sequel or whatever and uh, made it really good, done whatever they wanted, Like they could have used sharks and stuff, had it out at sea. Like Sega Marine Fishing, they could have had it out at sea, like maybe catching great white sharks or something, but instead they decided to remake Sega Bass Fishing, which... I think it's kind of a jip, really, because, uh, like I say, if you only your Dreamcast original, you're not really going to want to buy this one. But if they made a brand-new title, it could have been a bit better, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow, like, no one really cares about this. It's great.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I think that... Um, I hope Sega doesn't continue doing that, because I, I think uh, you're right. I wish that... Um, there's more original content that comes. I would have definitely liked it if Sega were to put make an entirely new sequel rather than just porting a, you know, a several year old game to the to the Wii just because it might um, translate well. Uh, yeah, it's
1: like nearly ten years old now.
0: Yeah, I think um, <laughs> it's, it's time for maybe a Sega Bass Fishing too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and um, well, yeah, you just summed it up there. There you go. (laughs)
0: okay uh do you want to talk a little bit about the universe at war or do you want to just uh keep going on
1: uh i I guess i could talk a little bit about it i know i know ryan played it who i wish was here right now if i wanted to ask him some questions about it but um yeah i've just started playing the xbox 360 version and i have to admit even for a console um like version of an rts game it's actually really good fun you know how like, RTS is always better on the PC and stuff. They're, the way they've done it on the, the Xbox 360 is actually quite good. Like, all the controls feel quite natural and, uh, it looks really good. That's for sure. And, uh, yeah, so far it's playing really well. But uh, I've, only, I've only just done, like, the first few levels and I'm kind of stuck on, like, the third level or something. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, and actually, uh,. I think I might go pick it up tomorrow because I want to just be able to kick your butt playing online. So right. uh, I think I'll do that.
1: <laughs> uh, the computer can kick my ass on easy. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it'd do quite well against me.
0: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> because when we played the beta, I kicked your ass pretty good, too.
1: Yeah, goddamn. Because yeah, I'm using. It's quite annoying because in campaign mode, you have to go through like and unlock the different factions. And I'm using the same um, race that I used against you in the beta. And oh, yeah. they're completely not what I'm used to because normally in an, in an RTS game, I'd sort of like to build, sit there, build up my base and build up my troops and everything, make myself super hard. But the race I'm using right now really don't. They're, I think they're the Novus or something. And they're, like, they're quite high... Tech, they're quite high technologi- uh, Technologically advanced. <laughs> and uh, But they, they don't really build up their troops or anything. Their troops are quite weak. They use, like, technology against things instead, like they sort of teleport around the levels and stuff quite fast, and, yeah, but, uh, so that's probably why I'm losing so badly, because I'm not used to this kind of strategy in the game.
0: Yeah, I was using, uh, like, Al-Qaeda techniques, so I was, uh, just striking you right away, and, uh, <laughs> when you weren't used to it, so, when you weren't, uh, ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll, uh, I'll talk a little bit about what I've been playing now, um, been playing a lot of Sega Superstars Tennis, and me and you, Graham, have uh, played quite a bit oh, online. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's usually uh, me trying to beg you to to play online with me because I'm trying to get better, uh, but you keep uh, wimping out. Um, but there, I, there's a
1: reason behind that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I enjoy the game. I think it's it's fun to play online, uh, but you don't seem to agree with me.
1: Well, now, here's the thing. I played it quite a bit on single player, and I thought it was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was better than Version Three. But when we played online together, there's something I don't know. I don't know if it's just something wrong with the internet that day or something. But um, you can probably explain this better. But the ball, there's like some some sort of weird lag, and like the ball would stop on the other side on the other side of the court just before it was like about to bounce out, and then it'd let the other player go and hit it.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that's uh like what you said. I think it's just lag and I think that um maybe what the uh what you're seeing on screen the the opposing player moving on on screen um isn't really accurate to what they're really doing. And so um when you see them at the far end of the court maybe they're really not at that point to where they can actually go and, you know, catch a ball and, you know, at the other end of the court when it looks like it's stopping. Um so I don't know. Yeah, there definitely is is something strange going on there. Um, and it can, it can be frustrating when you think that you're going to get uh, um, a ball past your opponent and it seems like it just stops in mid, midair and allows him a second or two to go and uh, catch it and, and hit it back to you.
1: Yeah, it ruins the whole gameplay, though, because um, part of the strategy of like tennis and stuff is like if you, see, if you hit a ball to someone they, they have to move and get it from one side of the court and they hit it back to you, but they're sort of still trying to get back to the other side... Like you can hit it across the court again But if if you see them on the other side of the court You think, oh, I'm going to hit it over there But in real life, on like their screen They're actually closer to the ball Than you realize It, it sort of ruins the gameplay, I think
0: Yeah, I think um, yeah, To a point, I think it does um, Yeah. But, James, well, I, I know you've been playing The uh, the PS3 version quite a bit uh, Have you experienced no. that same kind of Lag in, in the PS3 version?
2: No, I, I talked to Graham about this a little earlier so i I was surprised to hear that there was some lag in the 360 version especially since uh you know xbox is supposed to have this uh really great uh online gaming sort of like network uh built up Mm -hmm. um it could also be just a matter of distance i mean i think that would probably affect it uh because yeah. when I'm playing on PlayStation 3, I'm I, I've played with a few you know random players, and I don't know where they are, but uh, it's worked out fine. But most of the time, I'm just playing with with uh, my brother, and he's he's a, off at his house, and that's only you know like a few towns away. So maybe the response time is uh, a little bit better with with a short distance, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that affects it. If it does, but. Yeah, PS3, though, I haven't had any troubles with uh, lag online or anything like that. Yeah, well, I've only really played
1: against, well, with Chris online, so I guess maybe I should try it against someone else who could be closer and see if it actually works out better, because I'm not sure. Mm. Just, uh, it kind of it ruined all the fun for me, really. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Chris, you carry on
0: there. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, I'll say that. I'm still enjoying it. Um I'm I'm actually still waiting on the, the Nintendo Wii version from Sega. I was a I was told that they were sending it my way and it, it hasn't showed up yet. So I refuse to go out and buy it because I want Sega to send it to me. Damn it! So no, we'll see. Um, I want free games. That's what we're used to, right? Um, no. The the other game I've been playing is is Wonder Boy on the uh, virtual console. And as many of you know, that's Sega's first Master System offering. Uh, on the virtual console, and I've been playing through that after Graham um, gave me a lot of crap of, after, of not playing it before, and actually not being very—I wasn't very familiar with the game, you know, before it was released. Uh, I never played it when it was uh, originally released on the Master System. Uh, and
1: what did you think it was again? You thought it was the same game as something else?
0: I, I originally, okay, I'll admit, I thought it was an Alex Kidd game at first. And (laughs) I know a lot of people (laughs) laugh at me about that, but I really, I just wasn't familiar with the game. Um, But I I did, I have played it quite a bit uh, throughout the week since it was released. Um, And I can say that I can understand why Master System owners really enjoyed the game when it was first released. Um, But I really, I can't help but not think that it's just a poor man's version of Super Mario Brothers. Oh my god. Damn it. God damn it,
1: man. It it, it takes Angry.
0: <laughs> it takes the all pretty much every concept of Super Mario Brothers and tries to apply it in Wonder Boy, but it fails in every aspect in my opinion. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't.
1: It, it so does there's, not. There's That's so ridiculous. many
0: likenesses between the two games. Okay, but like
1: like what? Okay, they oh, jump on platforms. That's about it.
0: They jump on platforms. There's cloud levels. There's there's an ocean level, but they're mixed together. Um, you basically the tomahawks are Mario's fireballs in the game. Damn it! it do, do you not agree with that? No. They're the exact same there's thing.
1: A, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of platform games which the characters use like fireballs or like throw something. Yes. I, I think I think you're like splitting hairs there. Really? Come on. I don't know. I think I think if you can say that Wonder Boy is a Mario rip-off, then like pretty much every other platformer in the world is a Mario ripoff as well. Well,
0: I said that. I think I I, I told you before. If it wasn't for Super Mario Brothers making that a genre popular, then there wouldn't be all these other games that came after. Yeah, but you
1: can't, you can't go and say that every other game since then has been like a Mario rip-off, really, But you? the
0: thing is, though, is that Sega released Wonder Boy a year later in the arcades and then on the Master System um, after Mario came out. So it, I think it's pretty obvious that Sega saw the success that Super Mario Brothers was, was having and they said, hey, I think we need to have a game just like this, and they made Wonder Boy, and then, then they made Alex Kidd also, but I think those were the two games that they were trying to, um, you know, catch that that success with but i think I think, that, I think
1: maybe sega saw the platform like mario made a good platform game and they thought platform games would be quite a good idea to have but i don't think that they like thought ah oh, let's copy that game completely because they obviously haven't there, the gameplay, the gameplay game in wonder boy is very different
0: how it's not different it's not very different at all the only difference is that you can't jump on enemies you have to throw an axe okay. to kill them
1: by running through the level, you can't just run through a level and avoid everything, because you have to collect fruit in Wonder Boy, because his life goes down as you play. And the yeah. whole idea of the game is you've got to try and get through the level as fast as possible, but while collecting the fruit as well. Okay. And you've got to avoid... Unless you've got the tomahawk, you've got to avoid the enemies completely. Whereas in Mario, the whole idea is you collect coins, you, you hit through blocks, you find secret areas, you kill the enemies as you go through and get the bosses and stuff. But Wonder Boy is like... It kind of reminds me of Moon Patrol in a way. Do you remember Moon Patrol?
0: I remember the old like Atari game.
1: Yeah, it's like um, you've like a little tank thing on the moon. you jump over, shoot enemies. It kind of reminds me of that because like Wonder Boy, you basically have to jump over enemies and also jump over rocks. Because if you walk into a rock, you like trip over and you lose some health and stuff. And I don't know. I I I can I can you can say that Wonder Boy is like probably been influenced a bit by Mario. But I don't think you can say it's a rip off of the game.
0: Another problem I have are, with it is. They play is very differently. Another problem I have with the game is okay. Tom Tom, he's he's like a caveman, right? Something similar to. Uh, it. I think
1: I think he's more like a Tarzan kind of okay. character, I guess.
0: I don't he's know why, skate- but, but Sega, I think, wanted to capture the uh, the popularity of skateboarding back during that time. <laughs> so they they yeah. there's a power up where you can you can actually ride a skateboard in the game. It has it. There's no contextual m- meaning to it at all. It just. Out of nowhere, you're riding a skateboard and you have a helmet on for, for whatever reason. But in a lot of levels, it actually hinders you more than it helps you. The only thing it does is make you go fast and allows you to get actually be hit um, by an enemy and you won't die. You'll just jump off the skateboard and you'll keep going. Um, but in a lot of levels, especially the, level, the levels uh, when you're actually jumping on the clouds and you're on an ocean, uh, it's a lot harder than if you were just running. And so that power up, I think, um, in a lot of and uh, a lot of the levels it, it hinders you rather than helps you. Um, so uh, that was one of my complaints. But you know, having said all all what I have said so far, there are a couple of things in Wonder Boy that I do do like more than uh, Super Mario Brothers. One, uh, there's actually a lot of different checkpoints throughout one level. I think there's maybe four to five different checkpoints that once you run past, you'll you'll restart there. Uh, there's infinite continues, which is kind of nice, um, and I, I do think that what you said, Graham. The uh, there's vitality in the game. So um, you have a, a meter that will eventually run down the more uh, you uh, you you run through the level, and you ac- actually have to go and and eat fruit that pops up throughout the level to um, to keep that bar up. And I thought that was a uh, pretty interesting. But I I really can't say that. Uh, I don't know, I just have to, I, I don't know When I'm playing through the game, I think it's pretty obvious what Sega was doing And they, I think they were trying to to cash in on the the Super Mario Brothers hype with <laughs> Wonder Boy That's, that's that, my that, opinion, and, and I'm sticking to it so.
1: Wonder Boy's not like Sega's first platform game, is it? Surely not, it can't be Sega's first platform game
0: I, I don't know, It's one of its first, I mean it was developed in, in 1986 or 87 and uh, it was released. Uh, I thought
1: it was like, I it was like nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty nine. No, no, no,
0: no. You're, you're you're ridiculous. No, it was it was in like yeah, it came, Yeah, it came out in the arcades in eighty
2: six. Right. Okay. And when it, was Mario at?
0: I think it was it was a year before I know that because actually I looked it up. I I did check it. Was um, that
1: the Was that the Mario Bros. arcade or Mario Bros. one?
0: It was. Super Mario Brothers in the arcade, which is what was translated to the NES. And what what I do want to say Super also, Super Mario Bros
1: in the arcade was very different, wasn't it?
0: I that, I, I played weird... in the arcade and I didn't. I don't remember a lot of difference in it.
1: I remember there's a Super Mario Bros arcade game, which is like a battle game where you basically stuck in a little arena thing.
0: No, I think you're thinking of Mario Brothers, the original one. Super Mario Brothers is the is the game that that everyone knows and loves. Um, but one thing I, I want to point out, though, is um, what Nintendo was able to capture with with uh, porting the Super Mario Brothers arcade version to the NES was that it was basically an arcade-perfect port. Um, but Wonder Boy dropped the HUD almost altogether. Um, in the arcade version, you actually had a lot of information uh, in the top left corner of the HUD. You had how many lives you, you, uh, you had at the time and all this other stuff. But for whatever reason i I don't know if the Master System was just not powerful enough or what um, they had to drop the HUD altogether and the only thing you get uh in the game is your vitality meter and uh, I was looking at some old uh screens of the Wonder Boy Arcade version and it just looks a lot better with that other HUD in there and i would I wish that uh that the Master System would have been able to retain that, but unfortunately it wasn't and that translates into the virtual console release too so I think it's uh, just an an inferior port of the game I I just wish we would have been able to have the arcade version but you know it is what it is and since you know Sega's releasing all the Master System games we're just going to have to uh, stick with all the restrictions that were placed on the original Master System for you know for good and the bad I guess so so that's what that's just one thing what's
1: up are you sure you sure Super Mario Bros is in the arcade
0: Yes, because actually I remember playing it at a Mazio's Pizza when I was a kid.
1: Because I just went, on, I just went on Wikipedia, being really cool like I am, and it doesn't say anything about being in the arcade. But... I'm
0: I I remember playing it in the arcade. Then if if Wikipedia says it's not in there, it's wrong.
1: The same one as the NES version, yeah.
0: Yes, I remember playing it in the arcade when I was a kid. I
1: played it. Right. Okay. Okay. No, oh, I guess I believe you. I've never seen it. Okay. Are you going to believe but... me
0: or Wikipedia? Come on now.
1: Before i have to preview because I can't stand Wikipedia, but I always go there in the last minute if I have to. Yeah.
0: Okay, I, I've go. talked enough about Wonder Boy now, and we all have. So, James, let us know what you've been playing this week.
2: All right, yeah. Uh, so, basically, all I've been playing is, for the, for the majority of my time this week, has been Viking on uh, 360. Hell yeah. And we, we talked a lot about that last Nerdcast, so I'm not going to go too far into it. Uh, just suffice to say that i think that game is excellent and everything that Graham said about it is correct and uh it's great fun it's uh my favorite 360 game at least so
1: yeah good, good. there's been some controversy in the forums where one per- i think it's just one person who's been saying how much he hates the game basically hmm. and have you have you read any of that
2: yeah i did i, I saw that yeah. can you can you agree with what he says or do you think he's a bit crazy um, I mean, those are his opinions, so you know, you gotta respect him or whatever. But uh, yeah. uh I, I would can... say I would say that the things that he's saying kind of to me anyway, I don't I just don't see them. Um there's a lot of talk about uh what was it, that the combat was uh slow and sluggish and you know when you press a button it, it doesn't react and all that stuff. And uh I just don't agree I g I couldn't disagree more in fact. I think I think the combat's great. Uh, I think that the, the button response time is is just absolutely what what you'd expect. I mean, there's nothing detracting from the combat at all, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I, I can I can respect someone if they don't like the game for whatever reasons. But yeah, like you said, he he brought up some some comments that I just could not agree with. Like he said, the camera was rubbish, and to me, yeah, the, that, camera's, the camera's perfectly fine. I don't actually understand.
2: It's the, the, I don't even see how that could uh how someone could say that and, uh, you know, I, I I don't get it because first of all, the camera is just your standard third person behind the back camera, but you have constant control over it. If you like, uh, the right analog stick is the camera control. So anywhere you want to look at any given time, you're, you know, like a thumb, a thumb push away. So I don't, I don't see that, that being a problem. I don't uh, agree with that. But again, like I said, it's his opinion. Maybe he, has some difficulty with his right thumb. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I respect that he doesn't like the
1: game. Just uh, some of the things, maybe kind of angry because I didn't, couldn't even understand what he's trying to say.
2: But... Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, if you don't like a game, I guess uh, there's a tendency to kind of defend your position vehemently, like uh, really nitpick about things. Like one thing he also said was that the uh, the box art was was terrible and. I mean, when you're getting into box art conversation, really, you're no longer <laughs> critiquing the game. You're just trying you know, to yeah. kind of, but, you know, uh, whatever.
1: I, I, it was Team Andromeda who said that, actually. Oh, that oh really? Ones, yeah, just a name and shame there. But uh,
0: yeah, I agree with that <laughs> unless we're talking about Mystery Dungeon, because that has the worst box art I've ever seen of any game, probably since the Atari 2600 era. Because uh, I actually don't
1: mind it. I think it's okay. Oh, Graham, it's you.
0: horrible. What's it looks wrong like with it? It, it looks like something you'd see off like a Nickelodeon cartoon. Yeah, and it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's
1: that bad because
0: nowadays box art is a lot more. Um, it, it, it 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 more closely resembles what you're going to actually see in a game, but. Mystery Dungeon: Shire and the Wanderers uh, box art is just so ridiculous, and it has—it looks nothing like what you'll see in the game. It is just, it's just—it's horrible. It, it's just looking at it uh, is almost laughable. And <laughs> who, the winner, uh, who will announce uh, later on in the nerdcast, will see that firsthand when it shows yeah. up at, at, in their mailbox. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying the game still, James. That's good to hear. <laughs>
2: yeah viking's great and uh the only other the only other thing that I've actually put any decent amount of time into is uh the Wii version of House of the Dead. Dead. Yeah. we return and uh I wrote up a review on that game you guys can check that out uh, on the uh the front page there and I think that's a good game i mean uh, I gave it a uh seven so I obviously liked it but I guess it boils down to. If you're a fan of the originals, you'll naturally be a fan of these ones. And if you haven't played the originals, these are worth picking up because they're they're classic arcade fun. They're just they're a great time. And yes. uh, you know, if you didn't like the game, the games when you first played them, you're not going to like them now. Sega hasn't added anything. There's the, the uh, presentation is exactly the same. The gameplay is exactly the same. There's only one addition, and that is the uh, extreme mode, which is just a sort of Increased difficulty and uh, an additional move, which is a melee attack, and that's pretty cool. But you know, it's nothing that's going to draw new players or players that didn't like it originally. In I mean, uh, so that being said, um, you know, people that haven't played it, it's definitely worth the purchase at thirty dollars, and uh, for people that like the games, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. What What do you think of the Have you got the Wii Zapper? I do. I have. I have the Wii Zapper, and that's. It's not bad. Uh, we've had some discussion in the forums about this, and one thing I would recommend is there's, a, there's actually a, a third-party um, accessory by the, a company called Nyko, and it's called the Perfect Shot. It's more of like a standard pistol design, and it's actually uh, much more comfortable and just uh, easier to use than the Zapper which, yeah. as most people would know, you have to uh, be holding with two hands, kind of one behind the other, and it's just a little awkward sometimes.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's my right. only complaint about the game that uh, you have to hold the, the Wii zap I just find a bit awkward to hold. Whereas when I had like uh, like the, the the original game, I had like the uh, the Saturn light guns. I could hold two at a time and like be like platebo flare one and two and have like lots of John Woo style action,
2: like just shooting the zombies. But I can't yeah, really I do that, that right now. Yeah, I think that's something a lot of people would like to do, and uh, uh, it's not really anything. Uh, derogatory about the game itself that's just more um, you need to find the accessory that you yeah. like the most for your system yeah. and like I said I highly recommend that Nyko perfect shot uh, sort of pistol setup it's, it's really good and um, one other thing though that I just want to quickly mention that I thought was really cool uh, while Sega didn't include much for you know extra gameplay or whatever um, it's you, you can kind of tell that they did Sort of spend a little time thinking about small touches they could they could put into this game, and for one, the uh, the uh, infrared control is spot on. It's absolutely perfect. They sort of created this calibration system that I don't think the Wii has any game on the Wii up till now has matched, and uh, this is sort of like the standard I think now. I mean, every every sort of game where you're pointing should have control this accurate. And secondly, another just cool tiny little touch was that when you aim off aim off screen and uh, fire to reload, the reload sound effect is actually broadcast through the, the remote in your hand. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. And, uh, it kind of shows me that Sega did think a little bit about this and someone had some good ideas. So hopefully, you know, uh, in an interview, I think they said, um, one of the producers said that depended on sales of this game there could be serious considerations for bringing uh, newer House of the Dead to home console. So hopefully this game does does decent, and that sort of gets someone attention, because I would love to see a uh, home port of House of the Dead 4. That'd be excellent. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: I, I'm still uh, hoping that we'll get Typing of the Dead too. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> On any console. I don't care what it is. I just want it.
1: Just... Right, I I never played any of them, so...
0: I think, I think the Topic oh, of the Dead series requires a lot more skill than House of the Dead, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, if you've got type, a different, no different type of skill.
0: Right. But oh, I yeah. think it's, it's, it's I harder. It's harder game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's, um, that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, thank you, Graham, for uh, hosting that segment. And uh, James uh, finished us off, and he's actually going to start us into the newsstand as well. So take it away, James.
2: All right, thanks. Yeah, so we're just going to cover some news here, uh, the passing news of the week. And I think first and foremost, we should talk about something that I guess everyone that's interested in the me- in the medium knew, but has now finally been confirmed, and that is that Sega is working on a new Sonic game called Sonic Unleashed. Yes. And uh, we just got the press release for that. We, we just got uh, a new trailer that showcases some parts that no one's seen before. Uh, at least in video form, and uh, of course the uh, website, the Sonic Unleashed website, has launched, and you can find all that information on the site. So head on over there and, and uh, take a look at that. Uh, as far as the press release goes, which is, I guess, most people consider the most uh, interesting news bit. There's some things in there that are revealed that have, you know, just like always with the Sonic game, caused some controversy and uh, some <laughs> excitement and some <laughs> some detractors saying, you know, this is the end of Sonic again. Right. <laughs> but uh, things to mention are, of course, the storyline, and that is something uh, sort of in line with Robotnik has uh, torn the planet apart and uh, taken the Chaos Emeralds from Sonic, and apparently it is now up to Sonic to retrieve the Chaos Emeralds and put, and put the world back in order while defeating Robotnik. Sounds like a classic... Classic Sonic uh, storyline to me. Yeah,
1: I'm liking that so far. Sounds good.
2: Yeah, sounds good. The one thing that uh, people aren't liking is uh, when the press release sort of gets into more gameplay elements. And one thing is, uh, of course, the werewolf Sonic, which didn't didn't get addressed in the press release, but we've seen images of it, and I think it looks, you know, it looks alright. I mean, it seems like it might be interesting, but the. the, comments made in the press release are that there are going to be four distinctly different gameplay modes. Uh, no one really knows what they are. No one's, The press release didn't say anything. Sega hasn't said anything. But one thing that's pointed out is that combat fighting is going to be possible in this game. Now, whether that means something like, you know, Sonic the Fighters, the uh, older arcade and I believe Saturn game, or maybe something just more similar to Sonic Rivals, where as you're running you can do these slide tackles or like, you know, some punches. Uh, no one knows what it'll be quite yet. It could be anything, but that's yeah. one thing that's causing some controversy, and uh, the other thing is that there are going to be uh, day and night time levels. Now, no one knows again whether those are the same levels, simply played at different times of the day, or distinctly different levels, and uh, what role Werewolf Sonic will play in that, whether... You know, he'll come out at night and the gameplay will drastically change. Um, but, like I said, there's a lot of speculation in our comments section and on the forums. You can check those out and uh, add your two cents. But So far, that's all we know, that that the game, uh, supposedly the engine the game is run on has been in development for three years. Uh, that bodes well for, uh, uh, you know, intuitive gameplay and uh, less bugs than we've seen in past Sonic games. <laughs> yep. and, uh that's about it. I mean, uh, yeah. if you want to read up on it yourself, go check out the press release. So far, as for my part, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I'm uh, always excited about a new Sonic game. I seem to not hate them as much as some other people when they're not that good, and I seem to like them more when they are good. So, you know, hopefully this will sort of uh, do a uh, little bit to redeem Sonic's name in the... In the mainstream gaming press, which is also something they've they've mentioned in the uh, press release that this game is trying to sort of focus on uh, bringing Sonic back into the spotlight. So yeah, so I'll just hold on yeah. and see what comes out. Yeah,
1: regarding um, the whole Werewolf Sonic thing, um, I, I, I don't. This is probably complete rubbish. It's just speculation. I think it's it's something I read on. I can't remember where I read it. I think it was on another site. Um, where they were saying you know the whole the whole day and night things where they they were saying that. The, when it goes to night, you come out as Werewolf Sonic, and they were saying that that combat system could be just for Werewolf Sonic or something. Mm. Like, um, yeah,
2: that could, it could be. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think they were implying that um, he would move slower than Sonic, and he wouldn't be able to spin, but he'd be able to, like, I don't know, attack or something.
2: Like, um, oh, like has he made his way through stages instead of like yeah. uh, Sonic spin dash and jumping attack.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the idea is that uh, they they're saying that. it, it it would change the gameplay style so you wouldn't be running through so much. You'd be, I don't know, I guess more like a combat platformer kind of thing, but um, that, that that's probably just complete speculation, so don't take that.
2: Yeah, slightly. well, anything at this point is speculation, but, I mean, if we were to go with that, let's just assume that's true. Uh, how would you feel about that? Like, uh, slightly slower gameplay, but more platforming elements?
1: Uh, f- well, as, as long as it works, I guess it's quite good. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't really know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I'd uh, I'd quite like it if you could um say play through as like normal Sonic or something, and then choose to play as Werewolf Sonic, rather mm. than I, this because in the past like um Sonic Adventure two and I guess um well yeah, like I take Sonic Adventure two for example like you can choose like light and dark side, but like you'd you'd have to play as Sonic then play as Tails and then play as um like Knuckles yeah. whereas I, ro- I like whereas like Sonic Adventure one you could um. You could just choose to play as just Sonic and go through his story and then go, oh, I think I might play as Tails now or I might play as Knuckles and choose yeah, to with that. No. Pref- yeah, yeah. yeah I'd I prefer things. to do that. Hopefully they'll do something like that. If you if you do have to change character, I'd, I'd rather it's your choice to, to change the character whenever you want rather than have to keep chopping and changing because I think that breaks up the whole gameplay and I think that ruins the game. Right. So I'd rather play as Sonic and go through speedy through all the levels, complete his story and go, oh, that's pretty good, and then... Play through as Werewolf Sonic and um, get the rest of the storyline that way.
2: Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's. uh, I can I can sort of uh, get in line with that. Yeah, I think um, Sonic Adventure was I think better than Sonic Adventure Two in my opinion. So uh, something like that I think would go a long way in sort of uh, appeasing fans and the mass media. So. Yeah. Maybe they'll maybe they'll listen to our podcast and (laughs) take the (laughs) <laughs> All right, so that is, that is the big news this week, uh, Sonic confirmation. The other thing that we want to talk about is a little bit of uh, sort of a downturn here. Sega Sammy is in some financial, financial hot water mm-hmm. with uh, Sammy's uh, pachinko endeavors sort of not paying the bills any longer. Uh, seems like that sort of uh, you know gaming experience has gone a little bit out of style uh, in Japan and they're losing some money. So in an effort to, uh, you know, stem the, the, the bleeding here, Sega and Sammy has, uh, have shut down some operations. One being Sega of Korea, which is the Korean Sega development house. And the other is Sammy Europe. Uh, so they're no longer operational and, uh, that's a little bit, I guess that's too bad. I mean, I don't know too much about what either of those, uh, those, uh, groups were working on, but you know, it's never good to see big losses in a, in a company. Yeah. Um, the other thing is a Yokohama amusement park that was planned uh, as sort of like a, a Sega, Sega theme park, um, which they have a lot of in Japan. I was over there a few years ago and literally, you know, you'd walk maybe you couldn't walk a half hour without seeing a Sega World or a Sega Club, or a Club Sega, I mean, or, uh, things like that. So they're, they're pretty, uh, prolific over there. But apparently the Yokohama planned amusement park has been canceled. And, uh, so, you know, whoever lives in Yokohama isn't going to have anything near them. So, uh. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about any of those bits of news.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's quite sad. I, to be honest, I didn't know there was a Sammy Europe, but uh, I guess I guess it's sad that they've closed down. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's not. So yeah, I guess it's not good. But uh, as long as say Se- the Sega Gaming side are still around, then
2: it's good for us gamers. Yeah, it's interesting actually because uh, you know when the Sega sami merger happened, Sega was in a lot of financial uh, trouble. Uh, they were having a good amount of years consistently of losses and uh you know sammy and sega merged and uh, sammy's sammy was making big bucks with their pachinko pachinko parlor machines and the uh, arcade scene in japan and they sort of uh did a lot to make sega more financially solvent and now it seems like you know five or six years later the exact uh inverse has happened where yeah. Sega's bringing in a lot of revenue and Sammy's losses are bringing down the whole company the, the company as a whole so it's it's kind of just interesting to watch i mean Sega had they been had they never merged they it's quite possible that they would have had so much losses that uh they might not even be around as a third party developer or at least they'd be very small but uh Sa- Sammy sort of helped them out and now Sammy's kind of dragging them down a little bit so we'll, we're, we're just going to pay attention to this and see if uh, hopefully they come out on the uh, plus side in the end. So
1: Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I think Sammy just needs to try and concentrate on something else maybe, not just Pachinko, if that's obviously not doing very well anymore.
2: Yeah, I think it's sort of just gone out of style or, or something like that. So
0: Are there actually any... Uh, gonna say, I was just going to ask if there were any... Uh... Uh, pachinko parlors in Europe that Sammy might have uh, had opened, Graham.
1: I, I've never seen one. No, yeah. but I I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe Sammy Europe is like based out of mainland Europe, not England. Because to be honest, I, I've never actually seen one at all. So I don't even know what
2: a pachinko machine looks like. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I've never. Uh, well, played well, one. well, a pachinko machine. <laughs> when I was there, I played one, and you know, honestly. I was lost. I didn't know what to do, and I actually ended up losing like seven hundred yen. But uh, <laughs> that's not much. I, <laughs> no, it's not too much. It's too, but but uh, you know we were kind of trying to figure it out. It seemed like there were many different varieties, but the one I played was uh, sort of like plinko. You know that game where like the the ball will drop in from the top and kind of bounce down the pegs. Oh, okay, yeah. You've got. This it, sounds like a game of lucky game. hit. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly you had to um (laughs) you had to uh sort of gamble on where you thought it was going to land and yeah i ended up losing miserably but there was i gotta tell you the the parlors we went into were packed and this was probably a couple years ago and uh that was right around the time when pachinko seemed to be at its at its height so it was a really big money maker they had uh there was like hundreds of pachinko machines in each parlor and everyone was playing. So also as an aside here, a pachinko parlor is the loudest place I've ever been in my life. (laughs) So it's it's ridiculously loud inside. It's just crazy. But yeah, so that's it. That's pachinko. Okay. Wow.
3: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. All right. right.
2: And yeah, moving on to, uh, the last bit of news here for, for this, this podcast, uh, We've got some new screens from Sega, and these are for the, the Alpha Protocol game, which uh, is being developed by, uh, I believe it's, what, uh, Obsidian?
0: I think you're right.
2: Yeah, anyway. I think so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, God. How bad are we? Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Obsidian. They, they, M-
1: I think they made Neverwinter Nights or something. Are they? there's a team behind that. I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, I that, think so that, me. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But, uh... There have been five screens, uh, so far released, and, uh, you know, once again, Sega title, or an Obsidian, uh, title published by Sega is sort of causing, causing a lot of conversation, especially on our forums, and, uh, you know, we were just kind of going to give our opinions here. I think the game looks, you know, I, we don't know anything about the game too much. We know it's an RPG. We know it's sort of a espionage action game, sort of, you know, skulking about in shadows. Um, as far as the plot is concerned, I don't personally know too much about it. I don't know if either of you do, but it seems like you know there's this, this uh, operative, and for some reason he's trying to take down a group of soldiers. So, <laughs> yeah. what, do you, yeah. what do you guys think about these screens and about anything you've heard about Alpha Protocol? Uh, the
1: one thing I have heard, which was actually from a Sega rep, was that you would actually be traveling around to different world locations, which sounds kind of cool to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he didn't actually say where or how you do it or anything but he, he, he sort of implied that uh, you'd be pretty much travelling all over the world to lots of different locations, I think, whenever you want as well I, th- I think it was more like you get to choose where you go but uh, I don't know, he didn't, he didn't go into too much detail to be honest but um, yeah, from what I've heard of the game, it sounds quite cool and the screenshots I think look pretty good um, I've, I don't know, some people on the forums were complaining about how generic the character looks but I think that could just be like... Um, like you know, just for the screenshots, they're being like a kind of basic modeled character. Because I think I've heard somewhere that you can actually design your character. Like you know, like in a lot of games these days, you just you can choose your haircut or whatever you want. And so, I, but, but yeah, from what I've seen, uh, yeah, and from what I've heard, I think it looks really good. I'm I'm really yeah, excited for this. I'm yeah, more excited for so. this than I am Sonic Unleashed. I have to say. Oh really. Yeah, I, I I'm optimistic about Sonic Niche, but uh, I, this this kind of game that I'd, I'd be more interested in buying, I have to say.
2: Mm. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the art direction in this game. I kind of would like to talk about that a little bit, uh, if we can, and uh, just sort of uh, no. uh, say what people in the forums have been saying and our own opinions. Like Graham said, there's been a lot of uh, talk about generic character models and uh, the realistic settings being, you know, just Uh, It's been quite a a stir up about it, but uh, I would think that if you don't like how the character model looks and you don't like how the environments look, then you just seem to probably not like games that have humans and realistic (laughs) humans and uh, realistic world settings like cities and uh, industrial parks and whatnot, because. Uh, I don't know, I mean, what are you, your, your feelings on this? It, you're not playing as some... You know, it's not an R, like a fantasy RPG, it's not like, a, you know... It's not like, like a, Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so... In a game that's supposed to take place in a sort of modern age with human characters fighting other humans, what do you want it to look like? Yeah, uh, <laughs> what, What's the complaint? Yeah, I read some of those
1: comments and I thought, what the hell are you guys talking about? Because it is kind of... Yeah, what do you expect? Like like you say, what would you expect from a game that's meant to be set in a real-life location? Like,
2: hmm. yeah. Um, all right, Chris, Chris, do you have any feelings about this at all? I mean, you kind of look like the main character. <laughs> yeah.
0: The one thing I have... The one thing I, I noticed initially when looking at the screens is... Uh, you look at one of the screens and you'll notice the main character is uh, hiding behind a box and there's, uh, I guess, a bad guy... Uh, lurking uh, through this alleyway. Uh, but what, you, what you'll notice is that uh, there's some, I guess, uh, like some billboards or like uh, street signs above him, and uh, those are in Asian writing. So you'll, you'll think that the game, or this level in particular, is set in some sort of Asian country or city. Um, but then if you look uh, to the left of that image, there's a, like a, a trash can or a, a dumpster. Um, on mm-hmm. there, but it looks like there's Arabic writing on it, so I yeah, I see that? Yeah, so I don't really know what's going on here. So I, I I assume that they're in Asia, but there's a dumpster here from somewhere in in the Middle East. So I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah,
2: that's that's a good I point. Assume. I mean, that, <laughs> let speculation begin, right? I mean, <laughs> it could it, it could be. It could be part of the overall plot line here where, you know, there's some sort of alliance between, like, let's say China and some Middle Eastern country. Or it could just be a texture model that hasn't been completely right. fixed up yet. Who knows? <laughs>
0: I like to just uh, like right. think it's um, like Obsidian uh, just doing some sort of political commentary that um, China and Iran are ganging up against America and we're sending one of our operatives in to uh, take them out.
2: Yeah, I mean, that could be the plot here. That'd be uh, interesting. I mean, that also ties into the other forum conversation. If this is going to be a game Sega fans will even enjoy, a lot of people are sort of, you know, just not into it. I mean, is that because Sega fans like checkerboards and blue hedgehogs, or is that because this game is generic and crap? I I can't make that call right now, so
0: yeah i think i think uh, we have what five or six screens right now i think it's way too early to um to make yeah. that judgment let's uh, wait till we actually can you know see something in motion before we um jump to any conclusions and yeah what you said earlier it was kind of funny because my i was looking through these screens and my daughter saw the main character and for some reason uh they think i look like him so it was kind of funny <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. we'll see i don't know yeah. um but yeah.
2: Anyway. All right. So that is the newsstand this week, and uh, there's there's the, all those those articles and more on our site. So check those out. We've got uh, some new Valkyria Chronicles uh, video. We've got uh, links to Marvel, Sega websites, Iron Man, and the Incredible Hulk, and uh, a, a really funny Condemned Two website that everyone should check out. Oh, that's great, uh, Sega, Sega Australia. It's very good. Good marketing. But yeah. that's it. That's the newsstand for this week.
0: Nice,
2: excellent.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. And this, so next up is um, it came from the forums. Uh, are we, we going to go with this one, Chris? Really?
0: <laughs> let's go <laughs> so, for this it. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, let's do, let's okay. do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. This one was a an art, uh, thread um, topic set up by Chris um, <laughs> called "Aliens Are Real." This guy has proof. <laughs> yes. God damn it. And. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really want to talk about this because I thought it was a lame topic. But uh, Chris really wants to, so let's do it. Then, um, basically, um, yeah, On on the topic, there's a, a link to a um, another web. Actually, Chris, you should you should explain this. You, you set it up. You probably know more about it than I do. So uh, yeah, um,
0: yeah. You, you- I I don't really want to talk about that in particular. Uh, I want to just kind of open it up on whether you guys think uh, aliens are real or not. So I wanted to. Get your opinions on that, and uh, just you know, just kind of talk about it for a few minutes.
1: Well, just 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 to go back a little bit to this, the link that Chris set up, um, he um, linked to another site, Uh, it's basically like an article on like aliens and stuff. To me, all the all these alien ships you see are just basically uh, TV antennae that are sticking out of houses. That's what they look like (laughs) to me, and uh, I I just. uh, it's a really long article and I can't be bothered to read it that's why I didn't want to talk about it but um, <laughs> yeah okay back to um aliens Chris do you think aliens are real
0: I do think aliens are real yes I just okay. um I just can't imagine that the I guess our universe is this it, this vast and there couldn't be some sort of organisms or life on other planets and I'm not saying that The aliens have to be what we see in the movies or anything like that. Um, It can be just some sort of uh, simple life on some other planet in some distant galaxy or, uh, you know... Or it could be something as advanced as uh, what we've read in science fiction novels or seen on, you know, in movies and things (laughs) like that. But um, I just... uh, I think it's a little silly for us just to assume that we're the only... Life form, uh, advanced life form in the entire universe or galaxy or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just think that's a little silly.
1: What do you guys yeah. think? Yeah, so, so, sorry, did you guys any hear any of that just then uh, from my microphone? No,
0: no, I no. didn't hear
1: it. It sounded like there was a kid being killed outside, but I can't see anything. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's, it's the freakiest thing. Um,
0: Wow, I, I think we're experiencing uh, <laughs> some sort of alien interference Jeez. right now. Yeah, we're definitely de-
2: something's going on here. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> don't want yeah. to talk about this.
0: There was um, <laughs> befo- okay, uh, I, this is this is getting silly, and I wanted to just kind of be a little fun. Um, there was a, a w- when I was researching some of the some of the stuff that I posted on our forums, I came across this one uh, this one uh, forum thread on this uh. UFO enthusiast site. Um, And apparently what these uh, people are saying is that there was a secret UFO meeting at the UN on February 12th of this year. And apparently what these uh, people are saying is that um, it was discussed and uh, approved that around 2013 that uh, the governments throughout the world are going to start giving... Uh, the populations of those countries uh more information about extraterrestrials and that the target date of uh official contact is going to be 2017 uh and what they're saying is that uh, they're they're planning on having alien aircraft kind of hover above uh large cities throughout the world and just sit there while uh our governments try to explain what's going on. Um, And after that, the next step is to uh, put uh, the Earth into a galactic uh, council of sorts, almost like what you've seen in Star Wars. Uh, So that's what uh, apparently that's what uh, this these uh ufo freaks are, are talking about right now and uh i don't know to me i think it's a i think it's more fun than anything to read and uh to talk about these kind of things i i definitely don't believe in in much or all of what they're saying but you know i just think it would i mean what if all this was real uh what in in you know we kind of uh, we just kind of dis- dismiss most of it as just being, you know, silly science fiction uh, fiction. Uh, but what if what if it was all for real? What? How would we react to just one day waking up and there's alien spaceships, you know, hovering above our houses or something like that? I just think it'd be kind of fun or crazy at the same time. Hopefully, they'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
2: yeah, well, I'd like to address a little bit. I just want to give my two cents here. What you said about this Galactic Federation. <laughs> right. And, and this secret United Nations meeting. And I just want to say, like, overall, let's, let's just getting even further, more distant from the UFO subject. Uh, secret UN meetings aren't secret. <laughs> and, and if, if some guy knows, online and is, you know, hawking this UFO thing. How does he know that they had a secret meeting if it's secret? And secondly, for every one person that was at this supposed, you know, this alleged secret meeting, there's a thousand people out there that would like to bring the truth to the population. So we've seen reporters go to ridiculous lengths to get stories on, you know, relatively, when you're talking about UFOs, relatively trivial subjects if there was a secret UN meeting about, about extraterrestrial life or whatever, you can be assured that there would be thousands and thousands of journalists risking <laughs> everything just to, just to get this story out. So the probability that there was a secret meeting when nothing is kept a secret in, in the, you know basically the world today uh, on such a huge public level, I don't know, I find those chances to be incredibly slim. Oh, yeah.
0: You still, you still haven't answered the first question, James. Do you believe in aliens? Do I,
2: <laughs> do I believe in aliens? All right. Um,
0: You're skirting around is the is such, issue here. Uh, yeah,
2: this is such a, a, a... There are so many facets to this topic, and it's uh, this is just such a strange place to address them. <laughs> 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 like, if you talk to people about I'm not saying these are my view, my views, but if you talk to people about UFOs, you're basically talking about everything they believe in science and 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 uh, religion and uh, you know global politics and everything. And <laughs> this is a, such a strange forum for this discussion, but but I'll say, uh, Jesus, I don't know
0: <laughs> aliens.
2: I don't. I have no idea. Maybe some sort of Form of life on a distant star system. The closest one, I believe, is the Centauri system, um, and there are recent revelations that uh, there are planets that are the appropriate distance from that star to sort of create the same sort of uh, environment, temperature-wise, that we have on Earth. So this is all. This is all just uh, too much to talk about. I think. I mean. <laughs> how did how did life begin on earth no one really knows scientists say it was uh you know the big big bang uh balls of balls of ice colliding bringing water to our planet um but you know not that this is my belief or anything i don't want to get into that here but uh the religious people always have this argument to fall back on and that is okay who created the balls of ice that that collided with earth and then you know where do scientists go from there when they try to explain that
1: yeah damn right.
2: that right that they were just always there, and uh, you know they came from a different solar system. Well, then the religious people say, "Well, who created that solar system?" And it's just—it's an interminable argument. It's just totally academic, and we'll never know. I think I'm—I'm I'm afraid we probably will never know
0: until they show up one day. And on, yeah. on in top 2017. Of yes, we'll know then. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> nine years away. So just sit—sit sit tight and wait.
2: Um, <laughs> but wait a second! Isn't isn't the Mayan calendar? Didn't it end in 2012? And isn't that the last year of existence? <sighs> yeah, I pretty sure the apocalypse uh, apocalypse comes in 2012, right?
0: That that's a good. You guys one. haven't heard that. But the thing is, though, is that <laughs> what I've always thought about is what happens if I just flew into outer space and was like, uh, you know, at you know the you know some at the space station when the apocalypse came, and I'm hanging out in space while Earth is getting destroyed, maybe I, I'll just be up there while, you know, all you guys are getting, you know, dead. <laughs> that's what I'll do. That's, that's, that's my that makes, plan, please. That
2: makes so little sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no
0: kidding. <laughs> um, all right, anyway. Yeah, let's, uh, let's keep going. Um, just, Graham, real quick, ten seconds. Do you believe in aliens, yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Hell
1: yeah. Okay. Hell yes.
0: Yes, okay. There you go. 2017 is the day. Mark your calendars, everybody, because it's going to be an awesome party. We're going to party with these guys. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a really (laughs) great time. I guarantee it. Um, Hey, do you think we can get
1: them down for an interview for the Nerdcast? Who knows? Maybe maybe
0: they are huge Sega nerds and that uh, they've been playing these games for a long, long time. And they'll come here and uh, they're they're probably really good gamers. You know, they're advanced life form. They're probably going to kick our ass. Um, But, you know, who knows? We'll see.
1: You never oh. know Sega. Could, Sega games could be based on alien technology.
0: That is true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's how they're so good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's keep going. Next week, it came from the forums. We plan on tackling uh, global religion. So uh, tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep we, we hit the hard uh, the hard points here, and we we tackle the subjects the other podcasts don't want to. This is what we do on Sega Nerds. Yeah,
2: we we don't shrink away from these things. We're we're there on the front lines.
0: That's right. <laughs> I know
2: you guys you guys appreciate that.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're we're taking grenades and uh you know, we we just continue to fight <laughs> on. Yeah, that's that's what we do. Um let's keep going on. Uh as promised, now is the time that we're going to announce our uh, Sega Nerdcast contest winner for Mystery Dungeon: and the Wanderer. And uh, we did a very <laughs> scientific uh drawing where uh I asked James to pick a number, uh, between one and, uh, whatever it was, and it ended up coming up that Sega Uranus was the winner of Mystery Dungeon Shower and the Wanderer, so congratulations to you, uh, or shall I say, I feel sorry for you because you may have to end up playing this game, uh, I think, and, uh... So, yeah, go ahead and uh, PM me in the forums or just send me an email at chris at com. Give me your uh, mailing address and we'll get that game out to you. Um, yeah. And I promise it's going to get there probably faster than Graham's latest uh, Nerd Away is going to get there, too. Yeah,
1: too. I do need to talk about that, actually, at the very end. But <laughs> yeah, I've got a mini-announcement about that. Go ahead. You might as well. I just, go just ahead. Want, I, oh, I just want to bring out something about Sheeran the Wanderer, whereas okay. uh, I've actually got it now myself. It uh, turns out that... I. I think Sega Europe listened to our nerdcast, and um after the one where you first spoke about the game, uh they actually kindly sent me a copy of the game and uh it's pretty much everything you said. Uh, I was playing for about a good hour or something. I was getting fairly far. I think this this game's not too bad and then um some sort of weird thief thing turned me into a rice ball cake, <laughs> and decided to beat the crap out of me, and I died, and I had to start all over again, and I wasn't very happy, and haven't played it since. Oh, that's funny. So, <laughs> yeah, I was just walking along, I got into a fight with something. I was, I was fighting back, good and good and hard, and then suddenly I turned into rice ball cake, couldn't move, couldn't fight back, and he just started to pound on me. So, yeah, <laughs> not that great. Uh, Funny. Some, there's some, definitely some gaming design flaws within there. Uh,
0: Most definitely. Uh, you said you had yeah. a, an update to the, uh, the nerd yes. one, the last one.
1: Right. Um, well, I, I still need to get some info back on this from some certain people, some of the winners. But I, I, as you know, I was kind of late sending off the, um, the prizes, uh, which I announced a few nerd costs ago. But I did send them off. However, uh, I think it was, was it last week now. I think it was last week now, actually, yeah. They, I got um, a, a sort of little letter thing from the post office saying uh, you have several packages waiting for you that you haven't picked up. And I was like, huh? "What? <laughs> What's going on?" I thought, I thought maybe I got really lucky and Sega decided to send me loads of games or something. I couldn't, <laughs> I'd missed out. But I went, I went to post office and I had to sign a couple of forms and stuff. And uh, they gave me the prizes back basically. Oh no! And uh, I'm not sure what happened, but the only thing I can work out is that. Because, like with big packages and stuff, we send off. You have like you have a sticker with your return address on, saying like the sender's address. And um, I, the only thing I can work out is that they'd gone by the the return address, and uh, so they tried to send it back to me, but or oh, I wasn't at home or something like that, and so it's gone straight back to the post office. And um, basically, I've got loads of the prizes back, but I haven't got all of them back. So. I'm kind of hoping fingers crossed that a couple of the prizes have actually gone out to the um winners and they're happily playing on them right now but um yeah there's a few I- I've got back and I know uh uh, uh Kogen's prizes or Kogan, whatever how you pronounce his name and uh the um the Christmas Nights uh games I've got back because I've had to o- I've opened the packages to make sure everything's still in there and everything and uh yeah, uh, I wanted to get I wanted to get um, responses from the other winners to see if they've got their prizes yet, and if they haven't, I've got them insu- the, the stuff insured. Like, so I just need to see if they've actually got them or not. But um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Not entirely my fault, I guess. Uh, sorry, I, I was late sending them off in the first place, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, slightly more delayed right now. But I'm gonna try and send them off in next week again, and maybe I don't know. Tip my postman guy a bit more, or something, to make sure they get out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's all I can say. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get those <laughs> uh, prizes out to to everyone as soon as yeah. possible. At this point. Um, yeah,
1: I am ju- thinking about chucking in a couple of little extra prizes for those guys. So, I think you should. Right. I think you yeah, should. Yeah, kind of an uh, apology, kind of like sorry. Uh, they probably won't be that good extra things, but you know, it's free.
0: Maybe throw in a copy, uh, your copy of Mystery Dungeon. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, I could send that to someone. <laughs> we'll who who it, do we hate the most? Uh, let's send it to Kojin, maybe. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> um, we love you, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> now
0: um, it's it's time to start winding down the nerdcast. Uh, and as uh, many of you know, this is a uh, the time where we talk a little bit about uh, some site talk, and we'll go into our conclusion. Um, what some of you uh, may have noticed last week, uh, if, if you subscribe to our iTunes uh, feed, is that we have a new uh, Sega Nerdcast logo. Um, before, for some reason or another, we just had it, uh, or the logo that would uh, continue to download was our first one, our Sega Nerdcast 1, um, the beginning uh, logo, and, uh, it just stayed that way throughout the entire course of the Sega Nerdcast history, but we actually created a new one, we have that up there, so now if you download off iTunes, or off, our uh, RSS feed, you'll get that new logo, and it looks a lot better, uh, a little prettier, and, uh, you should, uh, it's more applicable to, you know, the entire series, rather than just the one show, um, also i didn 't i, I didn 't tell you guys about this, but I got this email uh from this guy named Christopher today and uh heres here 's what he said and I just wanted to get your guys' take on it uh it's a it's a little uh, little crazy and I just wanted to read it to you guys here, here it here goes It says, "Hey, guys, I know this may or may not be a big issue with Sonic, but it is for over one thousand fans that called Nintendo to plead." to restore Sonic English voice actor Ryan Drummond for Smash Brawl. If you guys have connections with Sega of Japan, please tell them how important it is to rehire Ryan to voice English Sonic for Sonic Unleashed. We, the fans, have more time in this chance, and we will try our best, but we need more help. I've heard that this new guy cares less about the character than Ryan did and has a bland, emotionless voice and acting, and if you could please give me the Sega of office email address so I could do it myself. That is if you have it. Anyway, thank you for your time. Take care. Um, So apparently there's um, this guy, Ryan Drummond, who who voices Sonic. Are you guys uh, familiar with this at all?
1: (laughs) No. To be honest, no. Yeah, uh,
0: I think uh, this guy is is fanatical, I think. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've never sure. heard heard of that at all. And
1: why was he trying to contact Nintendo? I don't quite get that.
0: Super Smash to... Brothers, right? For, okay. for Super Smash Brothers,
2: right?
0: Okay. Yeah, they're trying I to guess they're, 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 yeah. He wants he wants the email address for Sega of Japan, so they can tell him to uh, keep the uh, Sonic voice actor is Ryan Drummond, who voiced Sonic in in Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, and he wants the, he wants them to do the voice acting for Sonic and too, so I guess if there 's uh, other people out there who feel the same, go ahead and um try to email uh Sega of Japan and maybe i don 't know maybe we 'll throw up Sega japan 's email address in the show notes for everyone to, who feels the same as Christopher um to send them uh, send those requests their way. who knows we 'll see yeah. what we can do well, i um, think
1: I think getting hold of Sega japan email is not going to be that hard sure it is' somewhere. Like contact details, whoever
0: Yeah, we'll we'll use our super secret uh, methods to do it, and we won't we won't let yeah. anyone know um, yeah. how we it's do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and, and la- lastly, I got uh, one other email um, last week that I thought was uh, very nice, and this one comes from Frank, and uh, he just uh, kind of professes uh, his appreciation and love for for our website, and, and here's what he said. They said, uh, hello, I would like to express my love for the site. I've looked around for a serious Sega slash Sonic related site that isn't run by teenagers and this is this one is exactly it. Great news post and style, keep it up. Sonic would truly be proud. Uh signed by Frank. Hey. So uh, it's uh, it's always nice to uh to actually hear that uh, we're being appreciated by our readership and not just being ridiculed and made fun of uh constantly which seems to happen more often than not uh but we'll take that punishment and we'll just continue to give our readers uh the the news that we know that they really like and uh and that's just how it goes so thank you frank and uh thank yeah. you christopher for being a, a psychopathic sonic fan uh, we need some of those out in out in the world, I guess. Yeah. So, we
1: love you. We yeah. love you kinda of guys.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, so uh that's the Nerdcast this week. Uh, Sega Nerdcast sixteen is officially shutting down. So uh we, we hope that everyone has a good week. And if you uh see any UFOs, be sure to let us know because we're uh we're opening up shop. We wanna know and uh we'll uh we'll break this story wide open and we'll put the government on trial. We want to know what's <laughs> happening out there. Uh, so everyone, yeah, have a good week and uh, we'll, see, we'll see you later. Take it easy.
1: Yeah. See you later, guys. So long.
3: I, I just died in your arms tonight it Must have been something you said I just died in your arms tonight